Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief, and learned to live life their way. And now, it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hey, hey, fabulous humans, it's Janelle here, and I'm so excited to be welcoming you to the latest episode of the Self-Styled Life podcast. I hope things are wonderful in your world. I'm recording this episode while I'm on leave from my day job, and I always think I'm going to get so much done while I'm on a break, but this time around I knew that I'd spend a whole lot of time googling things for our upcoming trip to France, and that's mostly been true. This week is all about travel planning and coaching my awesome clients, which turns out to be just a lovely way to spend my time. Speaking of clients, most of my clients come to me for career-related coaching. They'll be looking for guidance on changing roles, getting the next role, dealing with a difficult boss, all of that sort of thing. And once we've dealt with the initial issue, though, we invariably end up looking at how they might self-style other aspects of their life beyond their career because our work doesn't exist in a vacuum and how we do one thing is how we do everything, as the old saying goes. When we step into that expansion or that expanded space, I tend to start by focusing on what they do to take care of themselves It almost always breaks my heart when I ask women how they take care of themselves and they answer with words like, not very well, or I don't, or I've let myself go. And those words that I've just shared there are words that have actually come from coaching questionnaires that I've used in the past. They're the actual words that women use. And team, we can't fill from an empty cup. If we want to show up fully to our careers, our relationships, our kids, our partners, our extended families, our hobbies, it pays to make sure that we're putting some time into our own well-being. So in today's episode, I want to spend some time sharing some simple ways for you to start taking care of yourself. None of the things I'll share today have to be extravagant, expensive or difficult, but they are likely to bring a smile to your face. And in my mind, that's a fabulous start. Now, before we go on, I know that some coaches suggest that self-care goes way beyond some of the concepts that I'll share today. And on one hand, I agree entirely with that position. There are definitely deeper practices you can take if you're called to, and you know you'll get benefit if you head down that path. But I also know that if you've been doing nothing at all when it comes to taking care of yourself, 
then introducing the most basics of basics is an excellent place to start. At the end of the day, the intention of self-care is to make yourself feel cared for, obviously, and ultimately better than before you took any action. And like everything else, I believe that results come from baby steps taken over and over and over again. Please, please don't underestimate the difference that even the seemingly smallest acts of self-care can take. So let's start this self-care experiment with one of the basics. My starting point is for you if you have a story that you don't have time for self-care. Given you've got to keep yourself clean anyway, an easy place to start is by getting yourself the most beautifully scented soap or body wash you can lay your hands on. And I have to point out here that your choice doesn't have to be expensive, you just have to love the smell and the level of sudsiness. Whether you're a start of the day or an end of the day shower or both, there will be a moment in your day where you've done something for yourself and you smile. And if you've got out of the habit of caring for yourself or perhaps you never started, I find adding an element of additional care to an activity you're already doing can be super helpful to start building up that self-care practice that you're looking for. My next suggestion is to make a habit of choosing fabrics that feel soft against your skin. When I want to be kind to myself, I choose clothing made from fabrics like cashmere or bamboo or silk or linen. Subjecting myself to scratchy, tight or uncomfortable fabrics just seems like a way to be really mean to myself. And this tip is especially important if you suffer from skin sensitivities. There'll be enough things out there that make you feel itchy and scratchy without you choosing to wear a scratchy fabric. And while we're on the topic of clothing, it's my view that your choice of outfit can be an act of self-care. As I suggested back in episode 14 of the podcast, your style can impact your confidence, but it can also influence your mood and how you feel about yourself. So take your time selecting your outfit, let your clothing support you to feel really good as you go about your day by picking an outfit that lines up with the vibe you want to have, whether that's laid back or professional or anything in between. One of my favourite personal self-care practices is to light a scented candle. I take a moment or two to watch the flames flicker and I breathe in the scent. No one will be surprised to learn that my favourite candles are French. I'm a big fan of Diptyque, Trudon and Durance candles. I love anything that has a woody or amber scent. You should choose scents that suit you. Floral, oriental, anything goes as long as you love it. And the same advice that I mentioned earlier applies when it comes to the price of a candle. More expensive doesn't necessarily mean better in this instance. Just pick a fragrance that makes you smile. And if you're a human that doesn't like to light candles in case you forget to put them out, leave the candle in a prominent spot and set a reminder on your phone so that you can have your candle and your peace of mind. And if you really can't get behind a candle in the home my dad would be one of these humans, head for a diffuser and choose an aromatherapy oil that uplifts you. On to exercise. Exercise is well known for lifting our mood and helping us feel good about ourselves and I often talk with my clients about the benefits of exercise. But in my mind we need to use exercise in a way that suits us and supports us. Like so many things in life, a lot of us have decided that if our exercise practice isn't hard or even punishing, it doesn't count. But if you're wanting to take care of yourself, a gentle option might be a better choice for you. 
How about something as simple as a walk? Maybe by the beach or in nature, a dance class perhaps? Or yoga or Pilates might be the right choice for you. If you can find one, a yin yoga class is definitely worth investigating. I found that the long hold stretches were super relaxing uh, and it was my favourite yoga class to do after work. Let's move on to nourishment. One thing that often gets overlooked when it comes to caring for ourselves is the food we eat. We might be so busy or stressed that we skip meals or eat junk. Or we might decide we want to reward or treat ourselves with extra cakes, chips, chocolate or wine to take the edge off after a big day. But while they might help in the short term, none of those options necessarily add to our long-term vitality. And the funny thing I've noticed about all humans is we know what we need to nourish our bodies. I'll never forget Scotty and I were on a trip to London and we surprised this waitress with our order of multiple plates of highly priced steamed veggies. We'd been living on all sorts of junk for too many days and eventually all either of us wanted was a big plate of vegetables. Our son tells a similar story from when he and his friends visited New York. They ended up cooking vegetables in the kitchen of the hostel they were staying in. And they were teenagers at the time. And if teenage boys can know that they need to nourish themselves, I'd argue that anyone can work it out. So really listen to your body. Think about what would nourish you right now. And, you know, add that to your plate tonight or tomorrow. My next suggestion is to buy yourself flowers. Like everything on this list, this act of self-care doesn't need to be expensive or extravagant unless you'd like them to be. Ed Sheeran spoke about supermarket flowers for a reason though and I can never see anything but beauty when I pop my fruit shop flowers uh, in a vase. It doesn't really matter what flowers you choose or where you buy them from, you just have to love them. I select varieties every week in colours that make me happy. So that's how I choose. I look at the flowers. I pick the colour that makes me smile the most. And then when I have them in the vase at home, I get a little reminder about how beautiful life can be anytime I lay my eyes on them. If you're a human who carries stress or pressure in your body, my next suggestion is definitely one to consider. A massage may seem time consuming and or indulgent if it's not something that you've done before, but it can make the biggest difference when your shoulders aren't living somewhere up near your ears. Massage is proven to relax you and it can also be great if you're suffering from muscle pain. Many coaches and practitioners recommend and even go so far as prescribing massage to their clients. That's how well it works. The next self-care idea is perhaps the ultimate example of adding self-care to something you're already doing. When was the last time you thought about the way you breathe? Lots of us, myself included, don't breathe effectively. We either breathe too quickly or we breathe very shallowly. Or a special combination of both. And that leaves us in a spot where our nervous systems are running on overdrive all of the time because we never seem to let ourselves get into relaxing breathing rhythms. So take a moment every day to stop and breathe deeply, right down into your belly. And if you'd like to learn to breathe better, there are heaps of apps and websites out there. Find something that works well for you, and I promise you, your nervous system will thank you. On the topic of calming your nervous system, you might want to try tapping, which is also known as Emotional Freedom Technique or EFT. You can learn about EFT all over the interwebs, but the development of the methodology has been credited to a human by the name of Gary Craig. 
EFT involves tapping on acupressure points and energy meridians in the body to release physical and emotional discomfort. You tap these points, uh, these meridian points in your body while you recite a very simple script at the same time. You can use EFT for just about everything from headaches to anxiety and it can be used to support meditation practices as well. Like I said, there's lots of information on tapping on the internet, but if you'd like a copy of the guide I use with my coaching clients, just shoot me an email and let me know you'd like to learn more about EFT. I'm happy to share the guide with you. You can contact me via janellewiesack.com. Okay, on to my next suggestion, which is to make a daily habit of spritzing yourself with your favourite perfume. I buy the majority of my fragrances while I'm on vacation, which means that when I use perfume, I also get the benefit of the feel-good memories that come as I think back to our trips. Some days I choose my fragrance by thinking about a city that we visited. There's a whole stack of science behind how scent impacts our moods, so don't miss out on the opportunity to feel good just by making yourself smell good. And side note here, the funny thing about researching this podcast for you is that so often... In fact, more often than not, I discover something about myself when I jump in to create an episode. And today I have learned that a whole lot of my own self-care practices revolve around scent. Scented candles, body washes, flowers and finally perfume. And that makes sense, I guess. I love fragrance and I've done classes in Australia and in France on perfume making. And I've often said that if I hadn't started a blog about France, I would have blogged about perfume. But it does highlight an important point. Whether you go with my self-care suggestions or create some of your own, they'll work best if you can incorporate things that you truly love into your day-to-day life. Now, on to my final suggestion for the day, and that is to prioritise your rest. I know it seems obvious, and I bet you knew I'd get to it eventually, but we really can't overstate the importance of sleep. If sleep is an ongoing problem for you, you might want to consider talking to a doctor about how you can improve your sleep hygiene. But if you don't think professional help is right for you, at the very least, take the time to get your bedroom set up in terms of temperature and darkness. Go to bed at a regular time, turn off devices, do all of the usual things we're advised to do. And know that without decent sleep, you really won't be able to enjoy life and all of the goodness that we have available to us. Okie kokie, there we have it, a whole stack of tips to get you started if you don't currently have any self-care practices or you're looking for some inspiration to try something new. Please know that although none of these actions seem particularly life-changing on their own, like I said at the beginning, don't underestimate the power of doing something for yourself, something that makes you smile. As Paul Kelly sang, from little things, big things grow. To remind you one more time of the things you might like to try, they were, number one, adding a gorgeously scented body wash or soap to your daily shower routine. Number two, choosing fabrics that are soft and gentle on your skin. Number three, while you're about it, choosing outfits that make you feel good as you go about your day. Number four was light a candle and enjoy both the flicker and the scent. Number five, exercise in a way that feels uplifting and caring for your body. Six was to nourish that body. Number seven was to buy yourself a bunch of beautiful flowers. Number eight, go get a massage. Number nine, stop and breathe for a moment or two every single day. Number 10, try tapping. 11, spritz yourself with your favourite scent. And 12, finally, get some decent sleep. Okay, team, that's it from me today. 
I'll be back very soon with another episode of Self-Styled Life. But until then, please stay fabulous. Talk soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd be super grateful if you hit the subscribe button or even took a moment to leave a review. And if you want more support, head to JanelleWiesack.com and grab the free toolkit, especially designed to help you build your self-styled life. I'll be back soon with another episode, which I couldn't deliver without the production skills of Darcy Bruce or the creative support of Jenna from Jenna Lee Biz. But until then, stay fabulous. Mm-hmm.